Good afternoon, and welcome to the Freedom to Buy podcast. I'm Joe Dworsky, the president of Retail Banking for Supernet, which is the only payment network that enables true credit card solutions for the cannabis industry, for both merchants and consumers. Each week, our podcast will take you behind the scenes of banking, finance, payments, and technology to help educate both businesses and listeners like yourself on how to make the most of your purchasing power in the world of credit. My next guest's firm tracks over 3.5 million daily unique offers in over 10,000 dispensaries throughout the U.S. and Canada, making this company the largest and most impactful data analytics platform for the next day insights into leading sales metrics for the cannabis industry. Please welcome today to the show, Chris Walker, co-founder, president, and chief commercial officer at Hoodie Analytics. Chris, welcome and thank you for joining us this afternoon. Hey, thanks so much, Joe. It's, it is incredible to be here with you today. Oh, it's, uh, it's, it's all our pleasure. And you know, we were talking a little bit earlier, and I understand you're, you're based out of uh, the Windy City, Chicago. And we'll try to make this an engaging uh, 30 minutes so it, it helps warm up the, the atmosphere over there. <laughs> that sounds like a good plan, my friend. Okay. Just starting off, I want to say yeah, congrats on uh, the impressive resume of success uh, over the years, as well as with Hoodie Analytics. Um, but before we get into learning more about Hoodie, uh, I'd like to take a step back and ask you to share with our listeners a little bit of background into Chris Walker and how you found your way into the cannabis industry. Happy to. Uh, so, I have been basically doing data and analytics stuff for my whole career. I, I found myself basically kind of right out of right out of university, doing a, a little bit in the the CPG world, helping a large brand sell products into grocery stores, and so you kind of learn the the tricks of the trade through that process. I quickly fell into uh, working for a little company called Nielsen. I assume most of your listeners are familiar with, and you know, over time, I uh, got to the point where I was I was basically leading all of their business in Australia and New Zealand, and you know, across product, technology, commercial, and all all of that kind of good stuff, and found myself really in this comfort zone of helping brands and retailers really make better decisions using data. You know, really the the focus of my team and and that business was just really trying to deploy data and simplified ways to allow these organizations to make much better decisions and ultimately make more money. I really just found a passion for that. You know, about, I guess, fast forward a little bit, a few years, came back to the US, did some global global work for a few years and you know, before leaving Nielsen to start my own firm. And in our goal with, and it's called Big Chalk Analytics, still active and successful organization today. The Big Chalk's goal was to really help emerging channels and brands build out their CPG toolkit. And CPGs, for everyone who doesn't know the acronyms, consumer packaged goods. So, you know, the fast moving products. Just thinking that. Yeah. Fast moving <laughs> products you see it you see on the shelves of your grocery stores or your targets and all that kind of good stuff. So, you know, there is a lot of just richness and infrastructure that exists in developed industries like CPG and like traditional retail that allow them to make better decisions. Which products should I promote and how much should I promote them at? Uh, what price should I promote them at? Or if I'm a retailer, you, there's a lot of a lot of tools that help retailers decide which products should I buy and how much should I pay for those products. 
problem. And so you you just have you have a lot of this infrastructure that already exists in more traditional industries that for cannabis, you know, the the typical tools just aren't there. So as I started Big Chalk, we yeah in Chicago, a lot of MSOs uh, here in Chicago, a lot of new leadership was kind of coming into the industry that were more familiar with these traditional industries. Everyone was looking for their CPG toolkits and the tools they were used to using to inform their decisions. And and so we found ourselves in a unique space to a unique place to really help them build out that cap those capabilities. And so, you know, I, I after better part of you know, a couple of years after the launch of Big Chalk, cannabis actually became, you know, it was the largest part of our business. And and so we made kind of the strategic decision to to spin that business off and to uh, merge with a technology platform that's really exceptional at, at data capture and data organization, data management. And we merged those two companies to create what is now Hoodie. What um, year was that? What year was that that you... Uh... We're, we're about two and a half years old at this stage. I feel like in cannabis years, man, it feels like, I've, uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I feels, it feels like I've, I've had, you know, three children in the process and, you know, they're in high school already, but yeah, it's really been, it's been two years. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. And uh, that, that's, that's true. How time yeah. flies in, in, in uh, cannabis years. I'm yeah. sorry. But that, I was but saying... that, that's, anyway, that's how, that's how I fell into the, uh, the commercial side of, uh, of cannabis. Interesting. Interesting. Well, that was great. That's very, uh, helpful, very informative. I just learned a lot with, with that answer. And it leads it to my next, uh, you know, question. Now that we understand, you know, where you got started and how you brought the two entities together to form Hoodie, can you share with our listeners, you know, what is the mission of Hoodie and, and what are the areas of expertise Hoodie provides to the emerging cannabis industry? So our, our mission is to basically provide the most useful information to the cannabis or you know, to the cannabis industry. I mean, being very simple about it, that's that's what that's what our goal is: is to try is to try to basically provide the the toolkits and the data to allow you know organizations, both small and large, to meet making better decisions. And to start by providing access to data, you know. So our goal is tracking every product and. Every dispensary in every state and province every single day. In most cases, it's many times a day. And then we have technology behind the scenes that goes out and captures all that data and grabs the data and it organizes it into, into something that allows us, allows our, our applications to organize and integrate and turn it into, turn all this messy data into something useful. And so that's, that's kind of what we do. Uh, but the mission is really to, to help everyone make better decisions, right? So they people can be working, you know, not harder but smarter. And right. and that's, you know, and, and whether you're a you know you're a single dispensary that just opened up and you're trying to figure out, you know, at what do you do and what should you do to compete with the three or four people around me, or if you're a large enterprise MSO that you know is having to figure out how, how do I deploy my sales resources across these 17 states that we're in, we actually are able to service both needs because of just the breadth of the data and the fact that our, our applications are very scalable for both the small and the large guys. Interesting. So it's two, two follow-ups. Far back does your data go, okay? And I understand how, you know, Nielsen operates. They have a little, I guess they have certain homes that have these devices in their homes that monitor. Yep. So how do you get all these 10,000 plus dispensaries, you know, in the U.S. and Canada, you're, you're getting real-time data, I guess, through some type of API 
how, how do you get that data on a, on a daily basis? We're bringing in lots of different data sets in. Uh, you know, number, you know, probably about two thirds of our clients participate in our data collaboration program. Um, that's you know, effectively where, just like a Nielsen, you know, will you know, working with uh, like Walmart, Walmart will share data with Nielsen and. In, in exchange for benefits and services and accesses, access to other applications, right? And so we do the same thing with a, a lot of dispensaries and brands where they'll contribute their data to our ecosystem in exchange for some benefits and services and all that kind of fun stuff. So that that's where it starts. But because, you know, that's obviously a limited world and a limited universe, it's it's always been important for us to understand the entirety of a market, not just those not just what's happening with the dispensaries that are are willing to share their data with us. And so for that, we augment all that information with basically what I call data mining. So think of it as like going out and crawling menus, just like Google, right? So Google's every day indexing the whole world that's online and, and you can go and search for something on Google and it'll immediately tell you what happened just a couple hours ago. Well, we're doing the same thing, but just focused around the cannabis ecosystem. And, and so literally for every dispensary out there, we may have four or five, six different menus that we're, that we're tracking and monitoring every day. So even if we don't have direct access to that, uh, that dispensary's POS data, uh, we're still going to know what's available for a consumer to buy and what's the mix of products and what prices they're at and what promotions they're running and all, all of this really rich information that candidly is really unique in cannabis. Because cannabis is a new industry, it's really grown up in the age of technology. And so as an overall industry, it's much more sophisticated in many ways than, you know, like a, the alcohol beverage industry or even traditional traditional grocery retail, where if I want to find this product, you know, in the grocery world, the alcohol world, there's nowhere you can go and just type in that product and it'll tell you immediately five different places to buy it and compare the prices but I can, I can do that in cannabis. You can do it right. Go to askhoodie.com. It's our consumer marketplace. You can find it that yourself right now. And, and there's other services out there that are similar to Ask Hoodie that do the same thing. But it's really the nature of this industry that makes that possible. So we get the POS integrations. We do the menu crawling. We have shopper data. So we track mobile phones in and out of dispensaries. So we get access to a lot of shipment and wholesale data. Uh, and then we just have really rich information around every dispensary and every product, you know, we have all of the, like literally hundreds of attributes around these things. So we know this dispensary is in a really affluent uh, neighborhood, or this dispensary is is really close to a non-legalized border. I mean, so we have hundreds of these attributes and all of that kind of comes together to inform, you know, how, you know, that decisions that our, our clients have to make, you know, so we can do things like, wouldn't it be fun to, to know if my products are selling how, how my products are selling in affluent dispensaries versus non-affluent dispensaries uh, or affluent dispensaries in Ann Arbor, Michigan. Because we do everything at that very granular level, you can start really you know creating some powerful insights that are going to inform your assortments, practices, your promotion strategy, your pricing strategy, your resource allocation strategy, and, and, and so much more. Wow. That, that's interesting. Given what you've just described, which sounds like it's heavy lift, I mean, the average barriers to entry for other players to come in. Obviously, it sounds like it's not easy. What have been your major obstacles, you know, for Hoodie when you started, well, the company, and I guess that those obstacles might have been, you know, getting these dispensaries or the integration to the POS. 
what were those obstacles and how they changed over the years in terms so, of accept in terms of your acceptance now in the industry? I would say probably the the biggest obstacle, and th- this exists in you know not just for us but anyone cannabis. The the data is so so messy. <laughs> like there's no barcodes, right? You know, and so. It's not like you go in, you know, you've got a unified barcode that you're buying for, you know, uh, the grocery industry or the beverage industry. It doesn't exist in cannabis. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you, so what happens is you have the same product that is probably listed in 150 different ways or maybe 1500 different ways online somewhere or in someone's POS system, because there's just not, they, there's no, because there's no barcodes, there also doesn't tend to be a lot of governance around managing that there's no industry standards. And so, you know, something as simple as like a, you know, 200 milligram strawberry gummy in brand XYZ, it it could literally be listed as 1800 different things, you know, because you've got John who just started and he's 22 years old. He's never done this before. He's the guy entering it into the system at you know, at, at dispensary ABC. Right. And then you've got Jane who decides she doesn't like the full word strawberry. She's going to take a shortcut and just call it STRWB. Right. And so you've, you've got all that kind of fun stuff going on and you've, we've got it, we've got to make sense of it all, pull it all together and to link all that, that data into something that, you know, actually, you know, a brand can make use of. Um, so that, that really is honestly the, the biggest technology barrier. And, you know, and because of that, you know, we're in the process right now of trying to pull together an industry body to, to really help drive some standardization and some industry standards, like you see in like the gaming worlds and stuff like that today, like it, and it's needed, it's going to, it's going to allow the whole industry to be better and work smarter and hopefully spend less time just cleaning up the data ourselves and more time actually focus on growing our business and growing our industry. So that have I'm sorry. Do you have do you have like a technology that that cleans that data behind we the do. scenes? That's effectively why we're able to do what we what we can do. I mentioned it really early on. The plat- I, mer- I merged my business, my cannabis practice for my business with a technology platform, and it's it was called Unified Insights, and that that platform basically is exactly what allows us to rapidly organize all of the data. You know, no matter. Rather than just, you know, being simple about it, rather than me having 10 people in a room that are sitting there trying to clean all this themselves, I can do the same thing, but with one person, right? Because I'm, <laughs> it's using machine learning and, you know, it's a full on master data management platform that's been used by Disney and Hasbro and Sony and like lots of big organizations outside of cannabis, but we're now deploying it in cannabis for this purpose. Okay. So you, it's not a proprietary, it's a, it's a, a software within the industry that you're, it, no, it, it is it is proprietary. You know, it, it is proprietary, uh, but it has been it has been used for other industries as well. With the, the the big buzzword now is AI. Yep. How do you see how do you see AI improving on this technology, next generation, if you will, to help uh, you clean that data? It's a it's going to be a game changer, man. AI is already baked into how we are 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 mm-hmm. cleaning and organizing the data today, but just you know the the rapid. You know, evolution of it, you know, is going to allow us to be just so much more pervasive into, you know, how we're, how we're able to not just using on the back end to clean and organize the data, but on the front end to interpret, help, help interpret the data, right. For our, for our clients. And, you know, I mean, the other big challenge in the industry right now um, is that, you know, it's just, it's, it's still a new industry and you've got 
people that have been very successful here that that don't necessarily have the traditional industry data-driven discipline that exists in legacy industries like CPG or or traditional retail. And and so, you know, so what you find is there's broad knowledge and acceptance that, oh yeah, we should be using this data thing to make making better decisions, but but it's hard. And I'm not familiar with doing that. And it's uncomfortable. And and so there's still a lot of that, you know, that exists out here where there's again, people know they should do it, but you know, prioritizing the time and just trying to work through the process of embracing that is, you know, is tricky. And and you can imagine a world now, you know, where you know, in, in leveraging AI, I can push a button to say, "Hey, tell me which products I should I should buy today to drive my, to improve my store volume by five percent." Press the press the easy button, and now I have the list, right? And you could say, "Hey, I'm going to sell to this dispensary. What are they going to care about in my product portfolio, and how is it going to perform?" Press the easy button, and boom, it's done, right? And so. I'm obviously oversimplifying a little bit, but that's that's where this is going, and and yeah. we're really not that far off uh, of it today. That's yeah. that's that's interesting. I mean, yeah, I mean AI is changing every industry, so you know I'm sure you know we're going to hear more of that you know in your industry as well. I recently just you know in my research and going through the website, you know I see that you recently launched uh, your new cannabis insights and product data management platform with some really cool cool state of the art data tools. Can you talk a little bit about this new platform and the value that it will, you know, bring to your cannabis clients as well as the industry? It's basically the opportunity for an organization to embed a lot more discipline in how they are managing and organizing all of their product catalog. So imagine, you know, creating a single source of truth for this is the product I just made. You know, here's my metric ID and now I've got to start, you know, putting a wrapper around it. So what it, you know, what does that mean from, you know, what size it is and the, the effects of it? Um, here's the product image for it. And, and, you know, it's, these are the dimensions. And so you, it basically is a platform that allows a brand to really own all of the information about their product. And then they can make that information available to anyone that they want, you know, through a simple push of a button, right? So, you know, the most obvious use case here is a, you know, a brand could say, Hey, I want, uh, you know, this is how I'd like you to merchandise my product on your e-commerce system. And so I push that to a Dutchie or a Jade or, you know, any of those e-commerce mm-hmm. platforms. The other side, the flip side of it is a dispensary can now implement their own source of truth and say, Hey brand, if you want to stock your product in my dispensary, you need to basically fill out all this information about your brand and you know here's the platform to do it so now you're you're basically cleaning and organizing the whole your whole ecosystem and and involving you know your brand partners in that process it's it's something that the you know industries like liquor you know have have done you know many years ago but we're just now getting to that that point and it, it's a it's a fully agnostic platform anyone can join you know every every technology company in the industry is welcome to participate with this and mm-hmm. we've even got a freemium version for smaller brands to be able to start organizing their own data so mm-hmm. that's that's what that's all about if you want to learn more i mean i'm just looking at your website it says schedule a demo is that scheduling a demo for that particular platform or are there different ones 
there, there's different there's different tools. So our, our competitive gotcha. intelligence platform is probably our it's what we're mainly known for, right? It's understanding sales and performance metrics, mm-hmm. you know, even down to a dispensary level across the entire country, right? And so that's you know, er, imagine early warning. Let you know, be notified the minute one of your competitors does something that is going to impact you. Like so. So we have all these really rich tools and applications that allow you to understand what's happening in the world around you, to understand how to prioritize your resource, understand which products to sell, which ones not to sell, to to create selling insights and selling stories that you your sales guys can use to knock on doors and hopefully sell more products. And that's mm-hmm. all on that competitive intelligence platform. The, the product information system that I mentioned before is another tool that we have. Obviously, they they tie together. Like we use the product information system for all of our applications as well, you know. And then we we also do some consumer, you know, consumer targeting uh, solutions as well. Where you know, our, our a lot of brand partners will actually use the hoodie applications and embed them on their own sites so they can allow their brands to you know their customers to find their brands wherever they are. These product product locators kind of things. Interesting. And, and the business model, I mean, is it, is it a SaaS uh, model for, for the customers? It, it is. We're, we're primarily SaaS, but we do have a professional services team. And so for a number of clients, we will still you know, work with them to, to help them build out their own tech stacks, help them integrate their data, you know, help basically be extra arms and legs when, you know, when needed to, to really help them accelerate specific things. So we, I, our team a lot of us are ex-Nielsen or ex-IRI. And so, you know, we've we've got a lot of the frameworks developed that we can rapidly deploy to, you know, around around different needs that they're going to have. So, you know, if you have a, you've got a pricing need or an assortment need or a you know, demand planning need, you know, we've, we've got a lot of those frameworks. And so we can, we can usually working with us jumpstarts that process for you. Right. Interesting. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the landscape in the cannabis industry and you know, the headlines that we're, we're reading and hearing about, about the rescheduling, 280 and safe banking. How would you see this impacting what you do from the data analytics perspective if there's finally, you know, federal legislation that, you know, legalizes a cannabis marijuana? Out of the gate, my friend, am I, uh, I'm hoping my accounts receivable issues will uh, be a, a thing of the past. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, listen, we've got a lot of wonderful clients, but you know, we we obviously know uh, you know access to cash is hard right now, and so you know the amount of dollars that you know that our our clients and prospects will have access to in the industry, you know, will will make a material difference for us, um, and I think for the industry as a whole, I think it'll. It will hopefully allow the entire industry to start to really grow up and evolve, instead of having to uh, having to really, you know, run at a at you know with very thin margins and ha- and having to focus on every decision and and make lots of short and take lots of shortcuts because they just they don't have the the bandwidth or the you know the financial capital to you know to take a lot of risks uh, mm-hmm. and so. I, I do think it's going to be game changing for the space. You know, obviously, you know, the more the more clients that are in the space, you know, the you know, the more TAM I have and uh, hopefully the more upside. So, you know, we we obviously are it would be thrilled, you know, and we you know, we are obviously expecting that uh, there's gonna be some significant changes uh, you know, over the next hopefully three to six months. Well, I would imagine it would help your 
your business because you, you mentioned earlier a lot of these products don't have you know a skew or there's no there's yep. no standard within the industry so if it's right. approved on a federal level i guess that helps accelerate standardizing you know all the products in the industry it would our lives a lot easier it doesn't completely remove things because but it, it would make our lives a lot easier mm-hmm. in terms of the i mean obviously you have over 10,000 dispensaries you know in in the US and Canada how many dispensaries are you bringing on a monthly, quarterly, annual basis? I mean, and how do these dispensaries and these MSOs hear about you? Is it strictly through the integration with the POS? Like, how do they find how do they find you guys? Joe, I'm I'm hoping most of them are listening to your uh, your show right now, and they're going to be uh, going to be calling me afterwards. By the way, any dispensaries out there? Please, there you go. Shout! I've got I've got I've got some exciting stuff to talk to you about. We do have a lot of partnerships with some of the other technology players, and so as they bring on different POS systems. Some of it is automatic, right? Where we would, you know, we subtly would have at least some light level of access to information. And so that that does help us continue to grow uh, just organically. So it's not necessarily that we have to literally knock on doors um, every time someone opens. So in many cases, we already have the data before they even open. And, you know, the other pieces are brand partners. Like, uh, because we are working very closely with the brands, you know, it's in the brand's interest that, you know, more and more of the dispensaries collaborate with us and, and it helps them, you know, do a bet, it helps a brand do a better job of servicing the needs of a dispensary. So if they know, you know, if they know what the average daily sell-through rate is for every product, they can do a better job making sure that that dispensary is never going to run out of stock. And if they know and for a given dispensary, which products are selling well and which ones aren't, well, they can make better recommendations on which ones to uh, to stock the next time around. And so, so the so the brands actually really help facilitate that process for us as well. Okay, great, great. Well, I want to take a little, little shift in the last couple of minutes that we have uh, on today's show. Everything you've told us about Hoodie Analytics, I think, is great. It's a wealth of information. I've learned a lot. I'm sure our listeners has a well, have as well. Uh, I want to make a little bit on, on a personal level. Talk about success. Okay, because you know you're a co-founder of this very successful data and analytics company, and I know I do, but I would think a lot of people love to hear about everybody's success. You know, you see those shows on television. You know, you you learn about how the Rockefellers started and so forth. Can you talk a little bit about your success, your path to where you got to today? Okay, and some of the obstacles along the way. And how much of your success would you say is attributable to luck versus timing? That's a that's a big question, Joe. <laughs> so, so, I uh, anyone who knows me knows. Don't me. be modest. Don't be yeah. modest. I, I'm well. I I am. I'm definitely an eternal optimist, right? And I and I I do appreciate the uh, the commendations that you shared, and you know and. And allow, allowing allowing me to define where I am today as a success, and you know, and I, I and I do I do feel that way. I've, I've had I've got amazing amazing family. I've got amazing. I've had uh, wonderful experiences, and have had had the opportunity to see the world, and you know, do what I'm doing now with uh, with cannabis and, and with with hoodie in particular. You know, I I do think there's uh, you know, I guess just to answer the the question of maybe some of the guiding principles that. Mm-hmm that have, have shaped, you know, choices that I've made, you know, I, I have always been, you know, probably my, my risk tolerance is probably higher than most people's. You know, I don't mind getting really close to the edge, looking over and seeing if I can jump or not, you know? And so I, I think the, I, 
I do think that that's something that, you know, you've got to be prepared to take a risk. You know, when I first went overseas, you know, it, it was really you know, something I'd, I'd always wanted to do, you know, but we never, I literally, we went sight on scene and, you know, and it, it turned out to be best decision, you know, one of the best decisions of my life. And, but it, you, I do think you've got to be willing to imagine a world, you know, beyond where you are today and, and to sit back to say, Hey, what's the, what's the worst that's going to happen if it, if it goes South and, you know, and I, I've, I've always been of the mindset that says, Hey, if it goes bad, you know, we will reset and we'll, you know, we'll, we'll live to fight another day. And that's driven a lot of what, uh, you know, what you know, choices that I've made. I, I think the other thing that's just been, you know, I'm very big on the 80, 20 rule, the Pareto principle. And, you know, I, you got to figure out, you know, cause time is so precious. Like how do you have 80% of the impact with 20% of the time? And, and if everything you do during the day, you can boil it down to those, what figuring out what the things are, what things are most important, that's going to give the, the, the greatest impact and not just even in your business life, your personal life too. Right. So, you know, what's going to be meaningful, you know, to, to people to have the, have the, you know, the eight, that 80% impact. And I do really try to live by that. I mean, you know, I try not to have wasted hours or wasted time. And, you know, at the same time, you know, I, I don't always, I don't feel like I always need to have, get to that 90, 100% level. I mean, there's other people on my team that will, that will drive that, but my personal impact will be to that 80% level, you know, and then the flip side obviously is, you know, what are the 20% of things that you're doing that are causing 80% of your problems? And if you could figure out how to cut those out of your life, that's, that's another big benefit. Okay. That's great. I think that's a great answer and it's very insightful and very, you know, uh, optimistically looking, the glass is half filled versus half empty. And I think that's, um, you know, what most people should be striving for. Last question. Don't know if you have an answer, but we'll find out. Uh, given, you know, everything that we've discussed and your, your last answer, your favorite, favorite business book that you've read in the last year? Well, it's funny. I'll, just because I was just talking about the Pareto principle. Yeah. There is a, there is a pretty ridiculous book called, I, I think it's the four hour work week. Or something like that. I, I assume you would. I assume you have some familiarity with it, but um, that that's probably been one of the better ones. I I would not recommend it for anyone who works for me because there are some pretty shady things in there. Like you know, if you're if you're in an office, people can see us. So you're not going to be able to work four hours a week or whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> but despite that side of things, there 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 are some there, there's some really good components from that, and okay. uh, that's that's probably the one that. Is is topical just because I, I, you know, from the previous question that you asked. Okay, great. I appreciate that. You know, thanks for joining the show today. If any of our listeners want to learn more about Hoodie Analytics and reach out to you directly to find out how they can sign up and, and, and utilize the software and the platform, what's the best way for our, our listeners to get in contact? Uh, anyone can find me on LinkedIn. So it's Chris, K-R-I-S. So Chris Walker at, or Chris at hoodieanalytics.com. Um, but if you, if, if you find that hard to remember, um, just go hit us up at our website at, at hoodieanalytics.com and, you know, feel free to schedule a demo or, you know, ask to speak to someone. There's a live chat there and, and we certainly will, will be able to help you guys out as quickly as possible. So I encourage you to do that. And any of you customers out there, please uh, go visit askhoodie.com next time you're looking for, you know, a type of product that, that you might be interested in. Okay. Terrific. Well, 
Okay. Well, thanks everybody for listening to the Freedom to Buy podcast this afternoon uh, presented by Supernet. You can learn more about our payment network by visiting our website at supernet.ai. You can listen to past episodes as well as this episode when it is published of Freedom to Buy at cannabisradio.com. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Please join us next week to learn more about your freedom to buy. Thank you, everybody, and have a great afternoon. Mm-hmm.